Uh, good morning. A good late morning here, New York sports fans, uh, on this stunning, stunning night where the New York Yankees fall to the Cleveland Guardians. I'm Daniel McCartan. McCartan before, after midnight. Now, at this point, I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up till 2 a.m. on this Saturday evening here in New York City. Whatever you are doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the rest of of the morning, early morning, whether that be on your car radio, you're streaming from WFAN.com, or you are on the free Odyssey app. And of course, we are here in the Big Apple. Pete Kennedy and I are coming to you live from the Carton and Roberts studio, the uh, Mike Francesa studio here in lower Manhattan. And of course, Paul Rosenberg had a couple of assists already lined up for us tonight. So Paul, thank you for that. And go ahead, you guys can start dialing 877-337- 6666. And as a reminder, I am taking your calls right here in this first segment. And I come on the air with you tonight um, after the Cleveland Guardians stunningly defeated the New York Yankees in the bottom of the ninth inning. Final score, 6-5. to five. Uh, And I stay stunningly... Because the New York Yankees were exactly one strike away from putting the Guardians away, from playing an ALDS game four, and one game away from going to the ALCS. And I'm going to try to put this into words, where words might fail Yankee Universe right now. Uh, I I point to three different things that have um, my English teacher in high school she hated the word things. Uh, three different reasons, maybe, why why the Yankees um, ju- just kind of collapsed tonight and, and, and don't look great to me moving forward. I mean, A, something we on this show and elsewhere have been talking for two or more years, at least three or more years, back to the Gary Sanchez days. The Yankees have an over-reliance on the home run ball. It just rears its ugly head in the postseason. I mean, the Yankees had five hits in this game, three of which were home runs. All of the Yankees' runs came on the home run ball tonight. Then you look at the Cleveland Guardians, who, in my opinion, are a better-built team. I mean, they won the game on six runs and 15 hits. It's like death by a thousand hits, death by a thousand cuts. There's a Taylor Swift song about that somewhere. But, but out of those 15 hits, 13 of them were, were singles. Five singles alone in the bottom of the ninth. I mean, game, set, match. And the sooner that the New York Yankees figure out that formula and adapt it, the better it's going to be for them long term. But let's focus. Let's, let's spin the focus back on tonight. The, the Yankees' defensive shortcomings. I mean, A- you know, 2A would be Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. All season long, this guy has proven that he is a very average shortstop. A very average defensive position player in the most important defensive position on the field. You know how I know that? Because I still am one. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa came up small defensively yet again when he was among a few different instances, but for me unable to feel the ball that would have resulted in a first-inning ending double play. The runner who got on base 
after his muffed grounder, ended up scoring. And because of that, the inning ended up going extra long. In fact, Luis Severino was forced to throw 32 pitches in that first frame. You look at the Guardians pitcher, McKenzie. He had two less pitches than Severino through not one but two innings of work. And, you know, with the rest of these ALDS games scheduled on consecutive games through Game 5, Hopefully, hopefully at this point, there is a Game 5 on Monday back in the Bronx. I mean, the Yankees were certainly in their danger zone early. Can you imagine having to dip into the bullpen that early in Game 3 with all of these consecutive games lined up? But luckily, Severino settled down after a, a rough, rough start to the game, which is obviously elongated by IKF's defensive shortcomings at S. I've seen enough. Then, uh, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera, who I, I, I had in my notes, I'm like, if, if the Yankees win this game, I'm giving the clubhouse game belt tonight to Oswaldo Cabrera because of his offensive output tonight. Because the Yankees have been have been searching for any sort of offensive output, and he was in the thick of it all tonight. But... Oswaldo Cabrera's inexperience and his hesitancy in left field and the fact that he plays so many different positions was a detriment for him tonight. Oswaldo Peraza, uh, Cabrera, I'm sorry, Oswaldo Cabrera needed to catch that ninth inning ball in left field. Needed to. And his inexperience in the field showed yet again for the second time this series. The hesitancy the other day on the day game, Friday day. You as an outfielder call off the 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 you know the the infielder that's coming back on a ball. You're coming in. You have the ability to call off the infielder. He heard Josh Donaldson's steps, backed off, and the ball dropped. But that was Friday. In Saturday night's game, it's the same. It looked almost the exact same. You need to come up and catch that ball in the bottom of the ninth inning. I I played for a coach, and he said those kinds of things always come back to bite you. Always. And guess what? That run ended up scoring, making it 5-4 Yankees with Jose Ramirez, the Guardians' best hitter at the plate. And I'm looking at the TV right now in the studio. A quick update on this Dodgers-Padres game, which was, believe it or not, delayed because of, because of rain in Southern California, is now delayed because there is a drone flying overhead at Petco Park. Something to keep your eyes on. And believe me, I am no Aaron Hicks fan by any means. Why is he even on the roster? You know, Aaron Boone had excuses after this game, and he said um, that that ball that hit, that was hit to Oswaldo Cabrera in the outfield, he called it perfectly placed. It wasn't. He called it in no man's land. 
It wasn't. That ball needed to be caught. And with the lead, with the Yankees theoretically not getting another chance to hit because they had the lead in the bottom of the ninth inning by two runs, there is no reason why Aaron Hicks should not have been out there playing defense. And if you don't want Aaron Hicks out there, then where is the fearless Locastro? Because that guy runs through walls to catch balls. And you simply cannot have Oswaldo Cabrera out there to protect a two-run lead in the bottom of the ninth. And how about the Yankees' bullpen deficiencies punctuated by the absence on, of a real-life closer on the entire roster? Clay Holmes, right? Clay Holmes, the Yankees' closer. Was he or wasn't he available tonight? Meredith asked, and here was Aaron Boone's confusing response. Let me know if you can make some sense out of this. Aaron, what went into the decision to go to Clark Schmidt in that situation there in the ninth? I just felt like Wandy was, you know, we pushed him further than, than we wanted to tonight. And, uh, you know, after a couple guys got on there, I just, you know, felt like he was at the end of the line. Did you have Clay Holmes available? We're No. No, I mean, he was he was down there available, but we felt like it was, you know, we would have put, put him in a tough situation. He threw just 16 pitches yesterday, threw just twice in the last Yeah, I mean, part of the thing with him being available for this series was uh, not really in a back-to-back situation yet. He just hadn't thrown any live or, or anything. So, And while he was pretty good today, and I fully expect him available tomorrow, um, it just felt like we needed to stay away there. Tough situation, back-to-back games. Is this not the postseason? Instead, Aaron Boone opted for Trevino for, for one out, which which was seven pitches. Then he, he picked Loisica for two outs, which was 15 pitches. So why not stretch them out a little bit longer than that and hand the ball to Wandy Peralta to close it out? Boone said, I, I, this is a quote, I felt like Wandy was... We pushed him further than we wanted to tonight. You just heard him say it. Well, 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 the solution was right there for the taking. You leave Trevino out there for a little bit longer. The wise go out there for a little bit longer. And then you have Wandy Peralta close it if you knew that Clay Holmes wasn't available. You didn't make the right decision. And then Boone, he, he continued to say when asked about Clay Holmes that, that he was quote-unquote, available for an emergency situation only? Are you kidding me? Meredith asked, and, and, and he said there was nothing wrong additionally with the arm other than normal soreness. So let me ask you, you the listeners of WFAN, what would qualify as an emergency situation? You're on the road. You've got the chance to put the game away. You've got the chance to put the Guardians in a Sunday elimination game which would set you up kind of nicely without having to play a Game 5 to go against the Astros, who are going to be well-rested with their number one starter in Game 1. How is that not an emergency situation? And you're going to beat around the bush with Clark Schmidt? You got what was coming to you. And on top of all of this, Clay Holmes said that he thought he was available to pitch tonight and he wasn't sure why he wasn't used, okay? Here's Clay Holmes after the game. Woke up today preparing to pitch um, like every other day. Um, so it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I was prepared all day to do my job and, um, you know, sometimes those decisions aren't mine. He said, I felt like I was available to pitch. I said it was good to go if I'm needed. 
I was preparing to pitch if my name was called. And guess what? It wasn't. And I think it was Christy Ackert that asked if he was surprised that he wasn't used. Holmes, Holmes said, surprised? Somewhat. Sure. And then with another follow-up, there was no more explanation to him after the game. Then you got Luis Severino being asked if he was surprised that Holmes wasn't used. Luis Severino said, and here's a quote, he's our closer, so of course I was surprised. I don't know if he was down. There shouldn't be people down in the playoffs. That from Luis Severino. So there is a ton of confusion coming out of the Yankees clubhouse tonight, especially in regards to Aaron Boone's inability to successfully utilize his bullpen tonight. So Yankees universe, I'm Danielle McCartan. I want to know how you're feeling. 877-337-6666. We'll load up the calls. If you can't get through, you can tweet me at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Good tweets get read on air. You know that. We'll get to your calls coming up next here right on The Fan. Back to McCartan after midnight here on The Fan in New York City as the Yankees are stunned, stunned by the Cleveland Guardians in the city of Cleveland tonight. Setting up a game four where the Yankees have their backs against the wall. They're down on the mat. The referee is pounding the mat. One, two. Will they be able to get up? I mean, they're going to hand the ball to Garrett Cole in the elimination game. Boone said, hell yeah, we're going to be ready to go. Well, that's why you pay Garrett Cole the big money, right? This might be the biggest start of his entire career. And you know some bad news for Yankee fans. Per the Yes Network postgame show, Game 3 winners win the series 42 out of 58 times. Uh, And the other question, the big question from tonight, what does the bullpen look like later today? Well, you've got four guys in it that would potentially be pitching three days in a row. Loisica, Trevino, Peralta, and Schmidt. And because Boone said he didn't want to pitch Holmes on back-to-back days, you got to think that these guys would permanently be out for Sunday. But who knows? Who knows? I started a thread on Twitter, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, asking me to tell you, tell, asking you to tell me how you're feeling with one word. Right immediately after the loss. I mean, I haven't had a chance to keep up with all of the responses, so I apologize. But to take the pulse, some of the better ones I've gotten are disappointed, series over. I know that's two words, but it was a good one. Furious, frustrated, confused, crying, stunned, flabbergasted, destroyed. Destroyed. I mean, this loss has destroyed Yankee fans, and they're not even out of it. I got a tweet from Chris Mano, man o steel 17 It's a good number. I'm 17 too. He said, finally, Severino and Holmes are finally speaking up about the disaster that is Aaron Boone's bullpen management. Finally. And I tweeted back, I think that's one of the reasons why Montgomery's no longer here. He was very vocal about it. So I'm, I'm Daniel McCartan. I feel like the callers on the phone lines will echo many of the same sentiments. 877-337-6666 is the number. Pete Kennedy's there to answer them, although uh, we are full here. So give me a tweet, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, if you cannot get through. Any caller tonight, let's keep this short, succinct. I've got a lot of Yankee fans that want to weigh in tonight. So please, let's keep this short and succinct and to the point here. Michael and Elizabeth, you're leading off tonight. Go ahead. 
Hey, what's up, sister? Here's my word. Exasperated. Yeah. Okay. Yes. After watching this go down. Okay. You were on point with everything. Uh, the bullpen, the quick hook on Trevino and um, uh, Loisica. Peralta's in there too long. How is Holmes not in there? Uh, and for tomorrow, it's all hands on deck. And also, you know, Peraza needs to be there on shortstop. Uh, IKF missed one right under his glove on the bottom of the first yep. where they wind up scoring a run. Uh, and then also, I, you know, I love Bader, but our, our best center field is playing right field. Judge, if he's in center field, that, that guy ain't coming home for the winning run yeah. on Judge's arm. Good point. So I don't even understand that. He's been a great center fielder, and he's playing right field. And I like Bader in, in the lineup and on the roster, but Bader should be in right. So, I, like I said, exasperated, air out of the balloon. <laughs> what was the last sentence? I said air out of the balloon. Just oh, like, air out of the balloon. Oh, I thought yeah, you meant like something Yeah, like exasperated boom. with the log. Gotcha. Like, yeah. So, yeah, and and Boone, if they lose the series, Boone's got to be on the hot seat. I mean, you'd have to think that. You would have to think that that after getting so close for all of these years in a row and never kicking it into that final gear, you'd have to think so. And maybe he's losing the clubhouse. You got players that are you questioning it. Like, hey, yeah. you're gonna have to go speak to you know either Blake or or Boone. So you know, I it's not a good look right now. No, it is not. And, Michael, thanks for the call there. Uh, it, it's not a great look. It's just not. There, and, and maybe he is losing the clubhouse. You're right, because now you've got players that are outwardly questioning, outwardly questioning what's going on there, what the t- decisions that are being made. You're right. That runner doesn't score on Aaron Judge. No chance that run scores on Aaron Judge. To go, let's go to Kevin and Camden. You're up next here on The Fan. Go ahead. Uh, one word, livid. That's my word. Okay. Because you talk, I'm talking about a little bit of answer like Tyo's never been a reliever, okay? Why was he in the why was he pitching? I knew when he was warming up after this oh, yeah. and badly. Disaster. But he's never been a reliever? Yeah. I mean what, the vocal management has been terrible. And then look, every time a reliever got in there, there was somebody warming up right after. Like you can, he kept changing the pitchers so many times. I'm like, this bullpen's gonna be burnt out. If ever if they lose this series, Boone's gonna get fired. Uh, he better be, because I'm so sick of watching this guy manage the team. I mean, it's just there's no urgency. You, you manage for tomorrow. You got to win today. Yes, there's no guarantee for tomorrow. So I'm just I'm listening, and I just I, I don't think they're gonna win tonight. I I, I just I, I don't I don't have the confidence they're gonna win tonight. Sorry, four days rest. I don't feel good about it. I just don't. The one thing I will tell you is that, and Kevin, thanks for the call there. Managing for tomorrow, you got to win today. I love that line. Uh, the one thing I will tell you is that Garrett Cole does put up career-wise his best numbers on four days rest. So that's something. But that's not factoring in any sort of elimination game scenario types. Uh, and again, Bader, you going to really put him in right field or left field? I mean, like you can't. He doesn't have much experience at all in either of them. He's a center fielder. So do you, do, you, do you mix it up a little bit differently that way? Uh, no, I don't know. I think you're locked in. Managing for tomorrow, but you have to win today. That's a perfect sentiment. Perfect. Dave in Pomona, New York. You're up next on The Fan. Uh, hello. Uh, good morning. Or maybe it's not a very good morning. Yep. But uh, in the words uh, in, in a movie uh, from Jim Carrey, Liar, liar, liar. Mm. Mr. Boone, you are a liar. 
and your and your and your pitcher says he was ready, and he and he says he's not ready. And then one more thing: what happened to our other catcher, Mr. Trevino? Mm. Isn't he all? Did he even make the All Star break? I mean, what happened to him? He's you know, all of a sudden he's a forgotten man. He's not playing. What's up with that? Mm. I don't know. I mean, he, I wish I had an answer. I don't know. I mean, he was the all-star catcher. I think it was the second game in a row. He's been benched. What's going on? Is he in a doghouse or what? Is he hurt? What's going on with him? I, I'm wondering if it, if it was a decision by Severino, honestly, to say, like, I no, I'd rather pitch a Higashioka. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, but this is uh, two games in a row he's been benched. What's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is, you know, all I can say is, Boone has got to go, and they're going to hire somebody, bring back Donnie Baseball back in New York where he belongs. Give him a shot. He was managing here a couple of years ago. Give Donnie, bring Donnie back. That's all I can say. Yeah, and Dave, and thanks for the call there, Dave. Um, Here's what I'll say, that uh, they just re-upped Heron Boone. They just gave him a new deal. He's going nowhere. Aaron Boone is going nowhere. Everybody listening right now, Aaron Boone is going nowhere. But I believe that Brian Cashman is a guy who is in his final year here. The bullpen is is brutal. And you know, you look at it and you say, okay, well, Marinaccio's hurt. He'll be ready for the ALCS. And then that's a big, that's a big guy missing, a big piece that's missing from this bullpen. But if you knew, if you knew that Clay Holmes was not available tonight, why didn't you manage that better? Trevino, seven pitches. Luizaga, what was it, 13 or 15 pitches. That doesn't make any sense to me. And now you've got Clay Holmes saying, oh, no, I, I, I was, I'm paraphrasing here, but I was ready. I was ready to go out there and give it my all. I woke up today ready to pitch. And you've got a manager that is too stubborn to get out of his own way to put him into the game to make a difference. The Yankees don't have a closer. The Yankees don't have a strong enough bullpen. And the Yankees rely entirely too much on the home run ball. That's not a a recipe for success in the postseason. And to make excuse after excuse about Peraza, I keep saying Peraza, about Cabrera not being able to come up with that ball in left field. It was in no man's land. What? Did you see the route that he took to that ball? Did you see him try to trap the ball with his glove instead of playing it with his palm facing the sky? I mean, everything was wrong with that play. Why wasn't Aaron Hicks in the outfield? He wasn't going to get up. Theoretically. He wasn't going to bat. He's a defensive upgrade over Cabrera completely. More to dissect that here uh, about the Yankees losing a stunning, stunning game to the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, We've got a quick break. We've got an Emmanuel update. I'm back with you right on the other side of that. I'm Danielle McCartan with you on The Fan for just one more hour. Welcome back to McCartan After Midnight here on The Fan in New York City. On the heels, as Emmanuel just called it, a devastating loss for the New York Yankees. De- like de- this, That's no exaggeration. It's a devastating loss. And the Yankees, uh, uh, in, in Sunday night baseball, at 7.07 p.m. Sunday night, find themselves on the brink 
of elimination is, I'd take a line from Nicki Minaj's greatness, what the Yankees are made of. We'll see. There's not a lot of confidence in the, Marin, the manager, Aaron Boone, I'll tell you that much. A couple tweets are coming in over the break. A quick break there was, uh, and if you want to tweet me, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Uh, at Barsky says, the criticism of Boone reminds me of 2017 when fans were pissed at Girardi for not challenging the hit by pitch. The Yankees rebounded and won that series, but not sure this team feels the same about their manager. He went on to say, as a Cleveland fan, I hope the chaos continues. One hard W to go for my Guardians. Chaos. Andrew Johnson said, we had Judge Cabrera and Bader hit home runs, and we still lost. This feels like a jet loss. And I said, you know what? And not much offense otherwise. Herein lies the problem. That's the problem. Joey G had all had another good tweet. He said, How do they talk about how important defense is in the playoffs when they traded Montgomery for Bader, yet they let a guy with no experience in the outfield? Well, not no, but this is a tweet. I'm reading the tweet. But with the guy no experience in the outfield being left field in the ninth inning and let a career utility man be their shorting starting shortstop. Lots of questions from Yankee Universe, and I'm going to add one more. If you've got Aaron Hicks on the roster, if you're carrying him on the roster, why wasn't he inserted into that ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, for defensive purposes in left field? Every manager does it. Why can't Aaron Boone? If you don't like Aaron Hicks, then why not? Lo Castro. Guy runs through walls literally to catch baseballs, and you've got uh, Cabrera pulling up lame on two Almost the exact same style hits in, 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 in two days. Friday's game and Saturday night's game. I mean, it, 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 it's just astounding. It, it is just astounding what went on on this Saturday night. And we'll go to the calls at 877-337-6666 in the order that you have called. And we will keep these short, succinct, um, because th- there are a lot of people that want to get on tonight. Okay, so let's start off this 1 a.m. hour. I'm only on till 2, so let's keep this moving here. Keep the pace of the show up. Robbie in Phoenix, you're leading off the 1 a.m. hour. Go ahead. Yes, good morning. I'm very pissed off, and I like to rain a little bit. I have called this station for years to let every sports announcer know how stupid Aaron Boone is, How what an awful manager that he is. And everybody goes, no, he's okay. No, he's an awful manager. I think it's Aaron Boone is exactly what is wrong with baseball today. He has people like Aaron Boone have killed this once great sport. Aaron Boone has no business managing, and people like him should never have a job in this sport ever again. And I just want to say something else. Aaron, people like Aaron Boone are a cancer on this game. He should have never been hired. The Yankee owner should apologize, saying I should have never hired this buffoon. This man killed the Yankees. There's this term called, un- it's called unconsciously incompetent. He is that. Just when you hear his post games, he reminds me of Rich Kotite. I cannot stand this man. He's feckless. He's cowardly. He doesn't take responsibility. I want this man fired when they lose. It is a disgrace to have Aaron Boone. Yeah, Robbie, I, and, I, and I, I hear the frustration in your voice. It's just, it's not happening. The Yankees are not firing Aaron Boone, like it or not. They just re-upped his, last year, this time last year, was the time that we, we discussed this on this show. How, how, how his body of work hasn't added up. 
Okay, yeah, he's won 101 games every year for how many years in a row. I don't care. I don't care. Winning all those games in the regular season does not matter when you're on the brink of elimination against the Cleveland Guardians. It doesn't matter to me. Speaking of brink of elimination, the San Diego Padres have the Los Angeles Dodgers on the ropes. They've just tied up the game. They are in a the Dodgers are in a precarious position. Keep an eye on that for you as we move along here. Uh, I've getting uh, Eileen Murin on Twitter says, Danielle, I'm so disgusted with the Yankees after tonight's game. It's so frustrating year after year watching the Yanks get to the playoffs and not make it past the first round. Signed, frustrated in New York. Absolutely, yes. You had you had Joe Girardi, who brought the Yankees team within one game of the World Series with the Baby Bombers exceeding all expectations. And then he was unsurpticably, whatever that word is, fired. They made up their decision before he even got that far that they were going to fire him. Then you bring in Aaron Boone, who has in the postseason underperformed year after year. Alan and New Rochelle, you're up next here on The Fan. Good morning, Danielle. We've spoken before. I just don't have a voice left. The situation, I explained to Steve Summers, Summers, was that Joe Girardi did not get along with Gary Sanchez. And Gary Sanchez was an up-and-coming star. And he told Brian Cashman, this is inside information, and I'm not going to divulge who I heard it from. Mm, okay, I'm a Sanchez little... Sanchez said... Okay, go ahead. Sanchez, okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, it's okay. I'm a little... I'm a little... Um, what's that word? Kind of have my eyebrows raised here on this inside information, but go ahead. Well, the other word was unsurreptitiously, but I don't think anybody knows what it means, but I do, but it's okay. Sanchez went to Cashman and said, him or me, basically. The year after he came a baby bomber and Cashman made the decision to get rid of Girardi to keep Sanchez. And that's inside information that I got from one of the Yankee scouts. The man just before me used the words, it's Boone the buffoon. He had no managing history. He's a total idiot, in my opinion, which I have several awards behind me, mostly amateur, but I worked with professionals. And if you want me to drop names, I will, but it doesn't do anything for me. Do it. Um, Bobby Jones in 2000, Dave Fleming in the rehab, Manuel Rivera, I go to his church, he's the nicest guy in the world. In 1995, when Manuel Rivera pitched for the New York Yankees, and what I believe was all Alan, his name is Mariano Rivera. Come on, Alan. Right. Come on, Alan. Inside information. Can't get the guy's name right. I'm sorry, Alan. I I had to let you go there. Had to. Come on, ma'am. Come on, ma'am. I I guess we just loaded up with the next one. Let's go to Vince in Brooklyn. You're up next here on The Fan. Vince in Brooklyn. All right, Vince, you're out. Let's go, Stephen Edison. You're up next here on the fan. Hey, Danielle, how you doing? Good, good. How All are right. you? Good. So, first thing, you got a bunch of clowns that are calling this 
this show at night. First things first, Boone, let's stop blaming Boone right now, okay? Because we had a 5-3 lead in the ninth inning, and the players didn't, did not do their job. Well, you That's also, number- but, but, but wait a second, but you also had Cabrera in left field, who is completely overmatched two days in a row now in left field defensively. Okay. Why not but make now, the move? Why not make the move to put a better defensive left fielder out there to to, to preserve that lead? But again, like I said, you're, you're you're we're playing Monday morning quarterback here, and I'm trying to tell you that you're you're blaming Cabrera for a five three lead when the guys blew it in the pen. They blew it in the pen. I don't care how else we want to say this. They blew a two run lead in the ninth inning. Now I'm not a fan of Aaron Boone. I'm not going to sit here and, and say he's. I'm a fan of his, by all means. I'm not. But we had a 5-3 lead going into the ninth inning, and our bullpen couldn't hold it. You don't, think, team, that, that, you don't a, think if Cabrera comes up with that ball, that's a completely different complexion of, of how that game goes? Of, of course it is. But, oh. okay, so that's one, that's one play. Now, what about the other batters that came up and we didn't get the job done? Give me a for instance, as my mother would say, because the Yankees scored all their runs on home runs. I mean, there weren't many hits otherwise. That, that, that's, where, that's where my next point is. That's, that's a this problem. Team, well, the, of course, 100%. Boone has dealt, has dealt these cards. You and I both know that the Yankees are built for home runs. Until you get to the postseason and you're facing good pitching, that doesn't tend to happen. You're, you know, you got Babe Ruth batting first when he should be batting, in my opinion, Third, Third or fourth. Correct. Third or fourth. Third, okay. I'd say. Yes. But that doesn't – but, if, if Danielle, this is your radio show, and if you're going to tell me that you honestly in your mind believe that Boone is telling – making that lineup, then maybe I should take over. Because that's coming from Cashman up in the box telling him to put these guys, because of analytics, where they need to bat. And that is precisely why Aaron Boone is the, then the wrong guy to lead this team. There's nobody that you're going to put in there. You could put God in there. Cashman is the guy who's calling the shot. And Cashman's and Cashman's contract is up this year. So then get him out of there. But he's not going to because he's invested in the in the in the. Hey, his name is he's Brian Steinbrenner. I get it. I know. So so who's so wait a minute. So Cashman calls the shot. You could put whoever you want in there. You could put Casey Stengel in there. He's calling the shot. But Brian Cashman can't. But Brian Cashman can't call down during a game and say, you know what, uh, Trevino for one out, Loisega for two outs, and then Peralta. Even though that that Clay Holmes is unavailable, that, that's, that's not how that worked. Who do you think presses the button for the bullpen guys? Who does that? He, it, it, believe me, there's a lot of analytics that go behind that. There's a lot of matchups. There's no more gut feeling. Not, no more no, gut I feeling. agree with you. There is no more gut I feeling. But the, but the gut feeling leave. needed to prepare, per, prevail tonight. If you knew you didn't have your closer, then why didn't you have Peralta, who's who's your better our, one of your our, better relievers, to close the game? Maybe there was a matchup thing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Maybe there's a land analytic matchup thing where they turned around and said, this isn't the matchup that we want. Yeah, but Boone, Listen, Boone gonna, also said the they pushed Peralta more than they wanted to tonight. They pushed him farther than he's ever been. Maybe they did. Maybe they he said they did. Bit. But if he succeeded, we wouldn't have this conversation. <laughs> if he said, that's the problem. My, my point to you is maybe a pinch or, a pitch or two more, yes. Maybe he was a batter one too much, yes. But if he succeeded, we wouldn't have this discussion. Here's my thing. With, I'll give you an example, right? We, we talked about having gut instincts. Joe Torre made a huge gut instinct 
after game one and two of the World Series in 96. You know what that was? Tell me. He took a, a, a Hall of Fame third baseman, sat him, and he, and he sat down Tino Martinez at first base, and he put Cecil Fielder and Charlie Hayes in, and, and we came back and won four straight. So he took the, the gut instinct made that decision to say, he's not performing in game one and two. I need to sit him. That has stopped with of the AC organization yes. for years. We can agree on that. Years. Okay, so that's my point. This Yankee team and the, and the future teams are going to continue to be the same way, and all the disappointment hashtags that we're getting on Twitter are going to continue till we get somebody that goes in there, leaves the analytic crap alone, and turns around and says, you know what? I'm going to go with my gut feeling like this, and I'm going to put Judge to bat third and fourth because that's where he should be. And I'm going to actually take this pitcher out when I think he should instead of looking at a stupid clipboard Well, yeah, and, and, Steve, a, and the brim of a hat. Steve, they had that, and, and the guy's name was Joe Girardi, and they got rid of him. They didn't want that. And I'm not calling for Aaron Boone's firing because guess what? He's there. He's, he's just re-upped. He's not going anywhere. I'm not calling for his firing. I'm questioning his decisions. Okay, you can't tell me that I'm Monday morning quarterbacking this when every manager across the league makes defensive upgrades with the lead to preserve a lead in the ninth inning. And you got Peraza out there who is wildly inexperienced. And you've got, I mean, he showed you, Friday day game, I'm teaching, all right? And I'm seeing these replays come in after I get home, and I see Peraza coming in on a ball that should have been caught. I see Donaldson going back on that same ball, and and, and you got Peraza, uh, Cabrera, Cabrera, I keep saying Peraza, my, that's my mistake, but you got Cabrera coming in on the ball, you got Donaldson going back on the ball, and, and, and Oswaldo Cabrera hears footsteps and backs off. You need to take charge. To me, that's like, as a manager, I'd be like, you know what? This kid isn't up for it. In a big spot, when I need a defensive upgrade, he's not going to be in there. If I'm a manager sitting on the bench tonight, and I say to myself, you know what, I don't have my closer tonight. So I'm going to let Trevino go a little bit longer. I'm going to let Loisega, who is my most reliable overall reliever, go a little bit longer. And then I'm going to call upon Wandy Peralta to come in and close it out because I don't have my real closer tonight. I don't have my Clay Holmes tonight. For whatever reason that, that seems to get lost in all of this, the explanation was wishy-washy at best. Wishy-washy at best. That's the decisions that I'm questioning. I'm also questioning Aaron Judge, you mentioned it, batting first. I agree 1,000% with Alex Rodriguez when he called that into question uh, on the post game on uh, Friday night, or Friday afternoon, I guess it was. And lo and behold, today, you got Aaron Judge batting second. And lo and behold, today, you got Aaron Judge hitting a two-run home run. Two-run home run. Which, if you're a batter, and, and, and you've been struggling at the plate, as the San Diego Padres take the lead over the Dodgers, 5-3 in the bottom of the seventh, Pandemonium in San Diego. But if, if you're Aaron, Aaron Judge, you've been struggling. You, you come up in the game with a runner on third in, in tonight's game. Para, Cabrera was on third base. Okay? And you got Aaron Judge with, with a clear mission and, and situational hitting situation in his mind. And he came through the focus he needed to have. He comes through. I'm not surprised. 
But if you got if you got a guy out there with nobody on base, free wheeling it, free swinging it, with nothing, no focus, no no you know no vision out there, sometimes guys get a little lost. Drop Aaron Judge down to third. I understand that when they were going through the whole home run chase and the whole thing, get him the most at bats. Games didn't mean anything. Bat him first. Let him get his licks. Let him get his home runs. But now. Now, when the games really matter, when the guy tied Pete Alonso for, for RBI in the league, most RBI in the league, you cannot bat him leadoff. You can't. What do you need to win games in the postseason? Runs. What haven't the Yankees been scoring? Runs. Drop Aaron Judge. Put him third. That's where he belongs. That's what the situation Calls for. All of these things. All of these things are culminating. And, and, and there is also blame to put on the players. Of course there is. But a guy like Cabrera is not put in the best position to succeed out there in left field in the bottom of the ninth. I'm sorry. A guy like Aaron Judge, who has been batting leadoff in the first game one and game two, is not being put in the best position to succeed. I'm sorry. Etc. Etc. 877-337-6666 is the phone number. I'm Dan- I'm Danielle McCartan. and I'm with you till two until I believe it is Pete Hoffman that comes your way at, at two a.m. in the morning. Uh, that's redundant. I know two a.m. I'm Danielle McCartan with you till two here on the fan. Welcome back to McCartan after midnight here on the fan in New York City. I'm with you till two. Pete Hoffman is in next. Just said hello to him. Now he's pointing at me through the glass. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. The Yankees. Gut punch loss in Cleveland tonight. Gut punch. Amazing. Amazing what happened. 15 hits had the Guardians tonight. 13 of which were singles. Five in the bottom of the ninth. That proved to be too much for the New York Yankees to handle. Questionable bullpen decisions. Questionable lineup decisions. Where do they go from here? Garrett Cole gets the ball. Later today, 7.07 p.m. Sunday night. Biggest start of his career. Can he get it done? Can the Yankees send it back to the Bronx for Game 5 Monday night? And even if they do, and even if they win that game, what does a series against the Astros look like? Because you can't pitch Cole in Game 1. Lots of questions that, that really needed the Yankees to have come away with a win tonight. To have Clay Holmes, your closer, who said he was ready to pitch tonight, come in in that ninth inning. If that's not an emergency situation, I don't know what is. That's what, that's what Boone said. He said it was not, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said it wasn't an emergency situation, so he didn't want to bring in Clay Holmes. Come on, man. Come on. To the phones we go, 877-337-6666. Brian, I'm Danielle McCartan, and you are Brian in Youngstown. You're up on the fan. Hey, Danielle. Good morning. Morning. Aaron Boone is a baboon. How do you not put Clay Holmes in in the, in the closer role? Mm. And another thing is Chapman. They threw him off the team. Why? He was one of our best closers. Uh, you know that what? Wasn't smart. He, wasn't a, he wasn't a great closer. He wasn't a great he, he has been sputtering for a year and a half. He decided that he made the decision he wasn't going to show up to a Friday workout. I, that's the right move. Keep him off the team. They're better off without him. Really. 
I mean, but look at the guys they brought in. I mean, they they, they don't get the job done. He should have had Holmes in there. Should have. This is just, it's terrible. I mean, this guy's got to go. I mean, Don Mattingly should be the new Yankee manager. He mm. never made these mistakes. Joe uh, Joe Torrey wouldn't make these mistakes. Right. I mean, this is terrible. This team was built to win the championship this year, and this is unacceptable. Yeah, but Brian, Losers. this year and every year so far, this year and every other but, year. But look how this year started. I mean, this year they were they were supposed to win over a hundred games. They didn't even get to a hundred. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and the trade they trade away Montgomery, one of their best pitchers. Yep. It makes no sense. Nope. It's just dumb. I mean, it just, and then they lose them to a Cleveland team who still drink out of milk cartons. I mean, these kids are still in grammar school. Yeah. I mean, this is unacceptable. Yep. This is this is not good. I, I want to see Mattingly and Theo Epstein yeah, lead but, the Yankees. Yeah, Brian. Guess what? Guess what? They just re up Boone. He's not going anywhere. Sorry. Well, I, I I want. I mean, I, I fire him and bring Mattingly in if they don't come back and win this series. Yeah. Well, I know. I and Brian. win it all. And win it all. I mean, I, they yeah. should win it all. I mean, there's, there's no excuse uh, that the Yankees don't win it all this year. It's, it's unacceptable. Yep. Yep, Brian, I, I get it. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> catastrophic failure by the bullpen and, and the deployment of the bullpen arms. I mean, what are you going to do? I, if they can't get past the Cleveland Guardians, what makes you think they're going to get past the Houston Astros and then on to the World Series, which who knows who that could be? Because you got the San Diego Padres beating the Dodgers 5-3 to three in the bottom of the seventh. They win tonight. They're moving on. Dodgers are going home. I mean, it's it's crazy. Brian in Houston. Oh, boy. You're up here on the fan. Hey, Danielle. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Well, listen, I, I this goes back to 97. I mean, I've been living down in um, 2017. Um, you know, mismanagement. In 18, we didn't. Uh, he mismanaged the bullpen then. In 18, they didn't get calls. Steinbrenner would have gotten calls. They, and the team doesn't believe in the coach. They believed in Tory. They believed in each other. They didn't believe they ever were going to lose. And it's it's just disheartening when we have a rookie shortstop who is playing with the Astros, and we have some retread from the Twins playing on our team, and we have some young kid that we never gave a shot to. It's just horrible, horrible. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I know. I get it. And you got here's the funny thing too, and Brian, thanks for the call. Here's the other thing. Speaking of shortstops, you got Anthony Volpe sitting in the legend seats on Friday afternoon, right? You got Volpe sitting in the legend seats watching the his team, the Yankees, in the postseason. You got Isaiah Connor Falefa at shortstop, and you left Oswaldo Peraza off the roster altogether. I mean, what 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 are they doing here? I just don't understand. I just don't get it. Phil in Manhattan, you're up next here on the fan. Yeah, good morning, Danielle. How are you? Um, I'm okay. Uh, in general, regarding the, the Yankees' uh, performance yesterday, mm-hmm. I understand how everybody could be so uh, uh, bent out of shape over the Yankees' uh, performance. I can understand that. I myself am... Uh, rather devastated by it, but I refuse to give up on the Yankees. I will not give up on the Yankees. I believe they will win this series. I believe it. Let me ask you why. I believe it because, one, they're the New York Yankees. Two, yesterday, despite uh, some problems that they had on the field, 
and some questionable decisions. They still were able to hit three home runs. They still were able to have Aaron Judge finally come to life again. And they still had a, a starting pitcher who, at least in the middle of the middle of the game, was able to get went through thirteen or fourteen batters straight. The Yankees are far from dead. They uh, can Phil, come back. The, the I've seen is... the Yankees. I've seen the Yankees come back before. I saw it at Yankee Stadium. They're going to do it again. Phil, who's closing the game? Who's closing the game? Whoever Aaron Boone decides to come in, that person will do. The job. I have confidence in the Yankees. I know that's not the prevailing uh, mood right now. I understand why. Okay, but I cannot bring myself to say I'm throwing the Yankees overboard. I will not do that. Mm. All right, Phil. I love the optimism. I wish I shared it. I wish I shared in the optimism. This is amazing. I, I, trending on Twitter right now is the last name Gallo. Wouldn't you love to have had defensively Joey Gallo out there in the bottom of the ninth inning to make that catch? Joey Gallo makes that catch. Oswaldo Cabrera did not. Santiago in Kearney, New Jersey. You're up on the fan. Thank you, Mark. for taking my call. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't understand. That, that kid, Cabrera, he... The only two bases he didn't play was pitcher and catcher. Mm-hmm. There's no stability in this team. Yes. That's the reason why the Yankees keep losing in the playoffs. I blame Cashman. I don't blame Booms. Cashman is the type of how, – how do you take a kid and put it to play everywhere? He, there's no stability in his mind. Yes. I don't blame him either. Yep. But at the same time, the Yankees is, is the only thing. They deplete the bullpen in the regular season mm-hmm. because they can't pitch more, no more than five innings. Right. So they pitch everybody. By the end of the year, everybody's like, you know, uh, need to go on the DL and nobody's available or everybody's tired. I'm telling you, that caller that, that, that just called, I love, I love what he said just because they're the Yankees. Well, they, they, they're not going to win because they're the Yankees. The name of the Yankees doesn't play. It's the players that play. And they ain't winning nothing. I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan. Yes. So I don't think they're winning anything because there's all there's the team better prepared. They will play better. San Diego is better prepared. Houston is better prepared. So when we see beyond, we have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. The Yankees is just history. History is, is something that passed. We live in the present right now. As as we are winning, winning anything. Okay? So and Cashman, because I guess he's part of the ownership, he's not going nowhere. So we we got two we got two avenues. Either we swallow it or we keep you know, fighting and saying, calling the fan and saying, Cashman got to go. Because this guy, he don't have nothing to show. But uh, what's serious that somebody else's players won, not his players. Yeah. Please. Thank you for taking my Santiago, time. I get it. I, I, I that's could, probably couldn't have said it better myself. I got a tweet from Oliver, and he says, Danielle, if two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning of a playoff game doesn't qualify as an emergency situation, then what does? Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing. Can someone call me up and tell me what that might be? 877-337-6666. Douglas in the Bronx. You're up on the fan. Hey, Danielle. Hey. Padres Phillies. The NLCS we've all predicted all year long, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Feels like a little bit of March Madness going on out here. 
with the Padres getting the home field. Unbelievable. Well, they didn't win and, yet. Everybody listening, they didn't win yet, but they're close. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And just think, just think, all these Astros and their fans, oh, they're licking their chops. Their team wins in 18 innings earlier today. Yeah. And even if the Yankees advance in the series somehow, they're spent. I mean, the bullpen questions will still remain. They're inferior to the Astros at, as we currently speak. And my buddy in Houston, his name is Robert Wright. He's listening to me right now. He must be grinning ear to ear listening to all this because he's a big Astros fan. But on to Boone. You and I, Danielle, we talked about this with Boone. He's a company man. He plays by the book. He goes by the book. We're not surprised. With this communication, we're not surprised. We're not surprised that he... I had one belief, and the roster feels something else different. He had Cabrera in, left field. And as you said, Hicks, he would up. Oh, Cabrera, he took one step back Yes. in the well, ninth inning. Well, one that's it. You're up, but as an outfielder, though, you are trained. To, your first step should always be back. Always. Yeah. But then oh, you've got to really book it in. Yeah. And I got an answer for you for emergency. I found, I found a definition. Ready for this? Andy Martino asked him. And he gave a response, Mr. Boone. What? He said, Mr. Boone, Aaron Boone said, an emergency yeah. is if it's an extra inning and all the other pitches have been used. Can you believe it? That's it? You got your, that's the excuse you use for your, for your yep. best pitcher? Mar- Martino, he tweeted this out. I yep. can't. I, 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 don't, I, I can't. There's a disconnect. There's got to be some sort of disconnect going on. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's maddening. I'm, I agree with your fast caller. John Manningly is available. It won't happen, but nah. you can fantasize, right? Never. Never going to happen. You're stuck with Aaron Boone. So get aboard. Douglas, thanks for the call. And thanks for the update from Martino there. Wow. That's, that's a total disconnect. You got a guy who woke up in Clay Holmes saying he was ready to pitch. He was, he was prepared to pitch in this game. Uh, I guess now we can call it Saturday night. He was prepared to do it, and he wasn't called upon. Now you've got Luis Severino, the starting pitcher, and you've got Clay Holmes, who should have been the closing pitcher of the game, calling out the manager. That's what it is. They're calling out the manager in their postgame discussions with the media. I mean, how how can a clubhouse be so fractured like that? And continue along this path here. Eli in Washingtonville, you're up here on the fan. Hey, Daniel, what's going on? What's Listen, going on, um, What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. All right, so why, why are all these Yankee fans in shock that the Yankees, one, are not, hit, are not hitting. Mm-hmm. They hit today, but uh, only hitting home runs. And two... Terrible managerial jobs by Aaron Boone. We should expect this. So it's it, the guy has not done. Do I have to remind you when they try to do that bullpen thing with Tampa Bay, where they brought Garcia for one, and then they yeah. brought uh, um, this guy? Yeah, that was a disaster. It, that was a complete and utter disaster in that game. Yes, I think I was on that night. After that, it was a disaster. And and this keeps on happening. Over and over. Yeah. Not yesterday's game. You have Tyone that has not pitched the whole season out the bullpen, and you put him for that game. You got a kid in left field that's a rookie 
that got called up just for like purposes that you don't have a left fielder. Because you went you went out, you couldn't do uh, additions in the, in the off season, you couldn't build the team, uh, you couldn't get uh, additions in the in the the right additions in, in the trade deadline. And f- as far you, as left field, well, Ben Intendi's the left fielder, and unfortunately, he got hurt. But he no, apparently like, he's ready for the ALCS. Apparently, if they ever get yeah. there, we're not going to get there. Exactly. Look, that last caller, he's a Yankee fan, whatever. Where he was like, but you can't trust in this team. And look, I've been calling Keith McPherson, which is the biggest Yankee homer in the world, and me and him have arguments where he he says, "Boy, Cashman, I we trust." No way. No, we don't. That's so wrong. No, this guy is. Te- I'm telling you, I root for the laundry, not 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 the GM, not the manager, not the players. Right. I root for the the NY on the hat and the Yank the the N New York uh, on on the front of the jersey. Mm-hmm. That's what I root for. And I call and, and you call us the, the thing with New York fans is we call a spade a spade. We don't fall for these little. These little band, you know, these little uh, fan yeah, no fanboys. Yeah, no fanboys and no fan yeah. fangirls allowed on this show. Yeah, yeah. So Aaron Boone is a yo know, is a puppet one. Cashman needs to go, and and that's it. And until he leaves, listen, Yankees need to just boycott the Yankees. If if the Yankees don't make it past this round, and they keep Cashman, we need to treat the New York Yankees like the New York Knicks, where Dolan is hated. Now these the owners of the Yankees need to be boycotted and need to be hated until they bring a respectable GM to this to the team. Yeah, well, and here we have finally gotten to the the boycott the Yankees portion of the program. Um, by the way, I, I've got one eyeball on the TV, and I don't want to take anything away from that. But and we do have to go to break here. But I've got one eyeball on TV. It is pouring in San Diego, pouring in the bottom of the eighth. I mean, do they suspend it again? They're not going to call the game. I mean, they're looking at, I mean, there's puddles occurring behind the base paths. There are people wearing ponchos, people wearing no shirts and dancing. I mean, these fans have not sat down for like three innings in San Diego, and it is pouring, believe it or not. You know, I did drive from San Diego once. I drove, I rented a car, I went to visit a friend in San Diego, and then I went to visit my cousins who now live out in, by near L.A. Well, they were at Pepperdine, so Malibu. So I drove from San Diego to Malibu. It never rains there, right? It poured the entire drive. And I was like, wait a minute. That's just me. The rain clouds follow me everywhere I go. They just follow me. Anyway, so speaking of rain clouds, uh, the rain clouds are gathering. The storm clouds are gathering over over the New York Yankees and progressive field tomorrow. It is, uh, it's an elimination game for the New York Yankees. They, believe it or not, are, um, are the ones on the brink of being eliminated. Garrett Cole takes the mound. What do you expect out of the Yankees moving forward? Um, talk about that in the last segment here on my show. Pete Hoffman will take your calls after that. 877-337-6666. I'm Danielle McCartan with you on the fan for like 20 more minutes. Welcome back to Danielle McCartan. Danielle McCartan after midnight here on the fan in New York City on the heels of this Yankees devastating loss. And that, that little intro there, sometimes it's good to talk about it. I love that. That made me laugh. I feel like I'm playing psychologist tonight a little bit. Um, that's okay. I've got, I got almost enough credits to, to be one. So you're in good hands tonight. Uh, speaking of good hands, Pete Hoffman comes your way after me tonight. Um, I got a tweet from uh, at 1978 underscore Corvette, and he said, do you think Boone is rethinking suspending Chapman? No. That would not even be like a second thought for me or a tertiary thought for me. 
Um, Chapman made the decision. Chapman made the decision to bail on the team. He didn't show up for a workout. See ya. And he, he's not great anyway. See ya. All right, I see a lot of you guys on hold. Hey, hey listen, if you can't get through, at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N, it is on Twitter. Um, and if you are on hold, we've got about, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, a little more than 10 minutes left in the show. Please keep it short. Please keep it succinct. I want to get as many people on board um, and, and on the show that, that do want to call in and talk about the Yankees, okay? So keep it short, keep it succinct, and here we Go. Let's go. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Sparky and Dobbs Ferry, you are next here. Go ahead. Uh, Coach, first of all, I'm beginning to believe you should be running the Yankees. Because <laughs> you've been saying all along that kind of fluff is just a lousy shortstop. Yep. I've said it uh, all along. And, and two, as far as Aaron Boone, my new message to Aaron Boone, this isn't the middle of July. This is the playoff. Yeah. Show some urgency. I mean, Coach, the way he's managing his bullpen, newsflash, Aaron, they'll have a lot of time to rest in two weeks when the season's over. Yeah, I know. That's right. Or or, or potentially tomorrow night when the season might be over. And, then, and I'll tell you what, I can't feel confident in Cole. I could see Cole pitching the same type of game as – as Severino did today, because that team makes a lot of contact. Yep. And he'll have 100 pitches by the fifth inning. Yep. And you'll and look at this. And yes, that's it. And what's said, and I'm saying this as a Jet fan, the manner how the Yankees are being run, I'm beginning to believe the Jets will win a Super Bowl before the Yankees win a World Series. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Wow. Wow. I got a tweet from Arthur Lima. He says, tomorrow Hicks or Locastro better be in left field, done with Cabrera. I wrote back, won't happen. Cabrera has a better bat than both of them combined. Here's the solution. Here's the solution, everybody. Giancarlo Stanton plays left field tomorrow. The guy hits better when he plays in the field anyway. Just give him the start in the outfield. It could be the last game of the year. Go all out. That's the solution. That's what I, It's going to be Stanton, Bader, Judge. I'd love Judge in center field, but you can't do that because Bader doesn't play anywhere else. So you got Stanton, Bader, Judge. Make it happen. With all these callers calling in, I just can't help but think about the water boy. War, the water boy? Suburban Bowl. No holding back now. <laughs> Some fine quality H2O. <laughs> all right, uh, let's go back to the phones. And Robbie and Lennox, you're up here next on The Fan. Well, the word incompetence is the word. I, I, I'm so ticked off at Aaron Boone. Everything you said tonight, Daniel, made total sense. I couldn't believe it. You got LaCastro on your bench. He's a terrific outfielder. Why isn't he out there for defense? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Just complete incompetence. The other thing that really bothers me is the, the decision of Clark Schmidt. The other thing, it's also about the assigning roles, okay? You know, after Seve pitch, and Seve, I give him credit for, you know, coming back and, and keeping his pitch count down. Yeah. He pitched 109 pitches. He yes. did a good job through six innings. Yep. Okay, why is Jonathan Lewisick in the game? Who is the most talented guy in this bullpen? It's Jonathan Lewisick. And if you're not going to lose Clay Holmes, then Jonathan Lewisick should be your closer. I mean, Aaron Boone drives me crazy, and Robbie out in Phoenix did everything that I wanted to say. But I mean, there kind of Falefa is not a shortstop, and no. I agree with you. But this goes back to this goes back to not only Boone, not only Cashman. This is about 
Hal Steinbrenner and the ownership of this team because the Yankees used to go out and get the best players available. They knew no longer do that. And you and I talked about this, Danielle. Look at the way teams spend their money, okay? The Yankees don't spend their money the right way. And again, it's all about home runs with the Yankees. And I give Cleveland credit for this game. And, that, and the thing is that tomorrow you're paying Cole $36 million, okay? This is the reason you have an ace. I still believe the Yankees can go out and win a game tomorrow. But let Jonathan Lewise close or let Holmes close. Stop screwing around. Clark Schmidt, exactly. what is Clark Schmidt exactly. doing in the ball game? Exactly. I knew as soon as I turned to a friend of mine, I said, Clark Schmidt, it's just, he's going to blow it right there. So let's hope they win it tomorrow night. But I, you know me, I can't, we've talked about it so many times, Daniel. You know how much I can't stand Boone. And I, and I can't stand Cashman either. And, and, that's, and that's the bottom line with this team. It's, yeah, it's something it. every year. They could still win. You know what I'm saying? They can. And, and Robbie, they can. They're ta- they, they're, I mean, they're a good enough team that they can win tomorrow. But they have to play mistake-free baseball for nine innings. It, and, and they didn't do that on, on Saturday night's game. And, and I started the show by saying, like, they beat around the bush with Clark Schmidt tonight. Where was Clay Holmes? Come on. Chris and Woodbridge, you're up next on the fan. Hello? What's up, Chris? My thing is, you know, this is the second time I've seen Schmidt blow up uh, as a closer this year. He blew up earlier about a month, a month and a half or so ago in that closer position. Mm-hmm. He is not a closer. He is a starter to be in the future, but he is not a closer. Number two, I say this. This Yankee boomer, uh, boomer bust thing has got to stop. They're not, yes. They don't play baseball the way it's meant to be played, where you, where you, where you play small ball sometimes. And for example, tonight, six Yankees went over. Six. Yes. Six Yankees went over. Only three got hits. And that's because this lineup is always built for boom or bust. Always. And Risso, is, since his back troubles, has not been the same. He is not any protection for, for, for Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Chris, you're right on. Graber went cold because why? Yeah. I guess he didn't take his flu shot. You know, God forbid these athletes take a take a take a vaccine. Okay, well that's where I cut you off there, Chris. Maybe you might be new here, but we don't do science stuff on this show. This is not a politics show. This is not a science. We're not pretending to be doctors here. But that's where I cut you off. That's it. All right, we've got a few more minutes here. Uh, let's go to Ben in Tampa. You're up next here on the Fan Ben. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So one of the other callers kind of nailed it, like. You know, when Clay Holmes was on the IL, um, you know, it, you know, you had people like Lewisica standing out. And, right. you know, if you look up the stats, Lucas Letke still in the bullpen has, a, you know, a half ERA better than, uh, you know, better than Clark Schmidt. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're using these guys. It, it just doesn't make sense. You know, it, it's kind of a shame to see that. But, but thanks for taking the call. Yeah. Yeah, Ben, a great point. I mean, Clark Schmidt, Clark Schmidt of all people. Who, who, raise your hand if you have confidence in Clark Schmidt. Okay, yeah, nobody, okay? Nobody has confidence in Clark Schmidt. Not as a closer, not as a starter either, by the way. Clark Schmidt is in the middle of the, the innings, toiling away, sort of guy. Let him get you an inning here or there. That's it. So turning to him to close the most important game of the season. Baffling, just baffling. Bob Bayside, you're up on the fan. I agree with everybody about Boone. And the joke is that Holmes actually breezed through the ninth inning last night. Anyway, let me, let me get to a point that nobody's been mentioning. The final at-bat of the game, 
Do you know that Schmidt threw 11 off, off-speed pitches in, in a, a row? row? In and a row. Was, no, wait, 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 let me say this. Yeah. He's got an 0-2 count on a free-swinging hitter. Yep. And you know what the pitch call I blame Higgy. You know what the pitch call is? What Mariana used to do. High cheese up in the guy's eyes. That's the call. And he, and he would swing right through it. I, I don't understand how Higgy called the last uh, at-bat. Yeah. Or, or how he wasn't shaken off for it either. I mean, it was a terrible selection. You're right, Bob. If you're a pit, if you're a batter and you're timing up this breaking ball, eleven consecutive breaking balls, eleven consecutive anything. You you you, you give him high cheese up in his eyes. And and one more thing. Yeah. You you happen to be right about tonight with uh, Cabrera, except for one thing. What you fail to realize is the Yankee. He's basically been playing a flawless outfield the last month. And they really liked his fielding. But that was mostly in right field. Right. Maybe left field's a different thing. It's very different, Bob. It is like doing everything in a mirror. It is very different to play right and left. He's a great right fielder. He really is. He is. So my suggestion for tomorrow, Stanton in left, Bader in center, Judge in right. And the last, the, point, the last point is this. Uh, Boone says he didn't want to go back-to-back with Holmes. Yeah. He went back-to-back with the other three guys. I know. He did. He went back-to-back with – here it is. Uh, he went back-to-back – with Loizaga, with Trevino, with Peralta, and with Schmidt. He went back to back with about, all four you're of them. wrong about tonight with Trevino. Trevino came in and had nothing. He got bombed uh, a couple of batters in a row. He really, they were right on it. They were hitting line drives. He just didn't have it tonight. Okay, fine. Then, then you give, uh, who came in next? You give Loizaga more well, than 15 pitches. Right, you give, him two, two, you give right. him two innings. Fine. You don't give him one inning. Fine. Yeah, I can get behind that. Sure. And Holmes is 29 years old. He's in his prime. What is this thing he can't? And by the way, I don't know if you noticed, he was, he was getting loose up in the bullpen. I saw. I know. So why was he told to sit down? He said he was ready. Bob, he was ready. He told everybody he was ready to pitch in this game. He woke up ready to pitch in this game. He had his coat on. He was standing up. And then he was told by somebody somewhere to take a seat and sit down. That the Yankees, hold hold on. The Yankees don't need you, Clay Holmes. You are the best reliever that they have, and they don't need you. Boone said after the game he was wanting to put him in an emergency situation only. Okay. Well, here's a tweet. And this is, again, this is sent to me uh, by, talked about by one of the callers, sent to me by Doug. He said, uh, Andy Martino said, I went into Boone's office and asked, if that wasn't an emergency, then what was? Boone said, extra innings and all other pitchers used. Are you kidding me? Is that a joke? That was the, the definition of emergency situation. Your season's on the line. In a way. Now, Sunday, it is. The San Diego Padres have defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers. They are moving on to the NLCS. You've got a Padres-Phillies NLCS. Raise your hand if you had that. You knew that was coming. Back to the phones. John in Glen Cove. You're up next here on The Fan. Danielle, thanks for taking the call. My first time calling you. Hey, great. Thanks uh, thanks for having your board. Everything that you've said, you hit the nail on the head. This team has no accountability. Yeah. You got Josh Donaldson hitting a ball 325 feet. Where the first base coach oh. is giving him a high five. Yeah, don't you even don't, get me started on that, John. You don't jog around the bases until you see the umpire with his index finger doing the little circle thingy. Yeah. There is no accountability on this team. It has a quarter of a trillion dollar payroll for the last 30 years. Yep. They've been to one World Series. Brian Cashman is an attorney. He is not a baseball guy. 
Um, I'm going to cut it real short because I know we're coming up on the close. That's okay. Next season, I want Mattingly or Girardi as the coach, and I want Cashman gone, and I want an offer to Derek Jeter to be the general manager of the New York Yankees. Thank you for taking the call. Yeah, John, um, I, I, that's, a, that's a very uh, steep wish list. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I don't mean to rant on your parade. I really don't. It's not going to happen. I will have some FaceTime, fingers crossed. I don't want to jinx anything, but I will have some FaceTime with Derek Jeter soon. So I'm going to ask him what he meant by him uh, being around the stadium much more often. I got to find the exact wording on that quote. I don't know what that meant exactly, but um, hopefully I can get close enough and I can ask him that question for sure. Um, But man, oh man, I I can't believe, I cannot believe what happened. We didn't even get into the football prediction, so maybe I can do a separate little something on that and post that up for you. So, thanks to all the callers. I, I could not have done this without you and the tweeters, and, and I love coming here every time, talking with you. Uh, if you missed any portion of tonight's show, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature, I don't know, about 12, 15-ish was the start of the show. Great job to Pete Kennedy behind the glass. Manuals on the updates. I will see you pretty much, I think it's next Saturday, same time, same place. Hopefully, we'll be talking over after a Yankee win. Hopefully, um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, enjoy the football game tomorrow. Jets and Giants are both at one. That sucks. The Yankees are on at 7.07. In the meantime, you hit my social media at Coach M-C-C-A-R-T-A-N. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as well. We'll keep the conversation going. Pete Hoffman, here's next on The Fan. <laughs>